The following podcast is an enticing media production. She is a business owner, best-selling author, and on a mission to find out what the Nell is going on here. Here's your host, Nail Tice. Hey there, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the What the Nell podcast with yours truly, Nell Tice. I am just doing a brief introduction today for... Um, my guest, who is Fred Austin, who we <laughs> just literally met on Facebook um, probably a few weeks ago. And he's just an awesome all-around, all, an all-around awesome person. And he's a coach for women. He specifically focuses on women uh, reclaiming their bodies, positivity, and just helping them be the best version of themselves. And it's just, I, I was so wanting to have his story shared with you guys because I think it's amazing, inspirational, and I really truly think that we need more people like him in this world. So I am so excited for you to hear that story and hear him speak. It's just, it's truly inspirational. So, but before we get into that interview, I wanted to make a couple of announcements. Um, I think I mentioned on earlier episodes, possibly that I was doing a couple of speaking engagements, uh, one, two later this year, and then two next year. I've actually added another one to the list. I feel like I'm going on tour, guys. Like, it's kind of cool. I feel like a rock star. Um, This is the closest I'll ever be to that, but that's fine. Um, So I am now a partner in a company called The Slaymaker Method. Uh, My coach, my business coach, Kyle Slaymaker asked me to come on and be a partner. And of course I said, yes. So I am a coach with the Slaymaker method as well. And that being said, we are throwing our first ever Slaymaker method success summit this October, Friday, October 14th in Hershey, Pennsylvania. It is literally the first event of this kind in this area. So we're so, so excited to bring this uh, coaching style and these methods to this area. It's something that this, that central PA has never seen. And so, you know, we're just, it can't get here soon enough. So that being said, Tickets are now on sale. We have two ticket packages available. We have uh, one general admission ticket available, and then we also have a VIP ticket available, which gets you a whole slew of value. Um, All of the general admission benefits plus more uh, VIP premier seating and uh, access to a dinner with the sponsors and um, all of the speakers. So incredible opportunities. There are also sponsorship opportunities available. If you would be interested, we would love, love, love to have you be a part of this. And, you know, we're just spreading the word. So if that's something that you're interested in, purchase your tickets. We would love it. Support us. Uh, It's going to be at the Englewood in Hershey, Pennsylvania, like I said, uh, Friday, October 14th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. We did extend the time. I will put the links to the tickets in the description to this episode below. So it's definitely going to be worth your while. I would highly recommend it. So without further ado, we will get into the interview with our esteemed guest, Mr. Fred Austin. 
All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of What the Nell with yours truly, Nell Tice. I am so, so happy to have my guest here with me today, Mr. Fred Austin, who is a coach, an all-around amazing person um, who specifically works with women and helping them reclaim their lives, their bodies, and move on with their futures in such a positive way. So welcome, Fred. Thank you so much for being on with me. I am so appreciative. And I thank you for having me. Um, <laughs> it was an honor. So I'm, I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad you have me on here. Yeah. Um, I was actually in class and processing and I was like, I got to get on this call. Like, <laughs> so I made sure I ran out of there and jumped in. Oh my gosh. Well, I, I'm just, uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough for doing this. This is amazing. So, you know, I just, I want to tell your story because I think you have such an amazing story and I think that you can really, really resonate and help people, um, with your story. So just tell us, tell us a little bit about you. Well, um, just about me before I even start digging into everything else. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I am from Texas. All right, so the great state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, and besides me being in the military, um, I kind of grew up pretty healthy on my side. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up pretty healthy and things like that. Um, I'm just all over the place. I don't know where I want to start at. <laughs> you, you have so many possibilities. I, <laughs> yes, I have so many. So I'm trying to figure out, like, where do I want to start at? Yeah. Um, can I just skip all of... <laughs> Can I skip a lot and go straight yeah. to you how about whatever you want? Okay. I think I'm going to go into talking about my wife and my mother. Perfect. Okay. So Perfect. those are two things that kind of go hand in hand with one another. Love so that. growing up as a kid, my mom and my dad, they was together for a while, but they split up. Mm-hmm. And my mom, she was basically taking care of us. Um, I have two other brothers and she was working like three jobs, four jobs at some times. And so like we barely was able to see her. She was barely taking care of herself. And like the one thing that was very kind of like traumatizing as we was growing up was she was always in the hospital. Hmm. And it wasn't until now, like within recent years, that I realized why she was in the hospital so much because she was doing everything um basically by herself taking care of all of us and not being able to take care of herself so she was just running her body into the ground and so fast forward to now i'm watching my wife do the same thing like my wife is in those same type of pains with her body um basically taking care of the kids not taking care of herself as well um so i'm i'm still here so that's that's a good thing that my mom didn't have um, unfortunately, so I'm here with my wife, but yeah. even with my assistance, it's still, still not enough, honestly. Right, right. Still not enough, because I'm i active duty military, so I'm gone majority of the day, mm-hmm. and then I come back around nighttime, and that's mm-hmm. when I can help out. But just watching how both of their lives kind of like are damn near the same, whereas they're true nurturers. All right, I get that to the mob. Y'all women are some nurturers, <laughs> all right? Y'all put everything before y'all. But um, 
And I noticed that. And my wife started to notice after a while, after we talked about it so much. And we definitely decided to do something against that, um, try to change that because she don't want to go into the hospitals a lot. However, she has been starting to go in the hospital because um, of how much neglect that she's been having to her body and not eating right mm -hmm. or not eating at all, making sure that the kids and things like that are fed and, you know, just spending all that time on them. And then when it's time to get on her, they still interrupt. She still don't have that time. It's like she finally starting to do something for her and then here come the kids again. So it's like right. there is no time for her. Right. So later we finally decided, okay, we're going to try to change some things up and there's going to be the most smallest things that we can either do to, mm -hmm. to start adding some self-care. And like one of the easiest things that we started doing was going on family walks. Oh, I love that. So just getting active instead of being in the house and things like that, but taking all the kids out and just going on a family walk that way. Um, even though it's self-care, it's mm -hmm. still family time, still yeah. bonding time. So it's all incorporated in there together. Yeah. So that was like, I, if you ask her, that's one of her favorite things is oh. to go on those walks yeah. and be able to relax you're getting the steps in yeah. you're able to have a few laughs make jokes and <laughs> so it's just an all-around good time yeah um as far as so with that we started to notice things start to change with her body as well mm -hmm. like we wasn't even really focused on her body um because my wife was a petite she was very small mm -hmm. however when she started having kids her body started to change sure. and it started to change into ways that she wasn't happy with yeah yeah and she was talking down on herself yes most definitely talking down on herself and then yeah. when she talked to her friends which was the biggest um i don't know the type of word it wasn't support yeah um but her friends would be if she was like i want to lose this weight i feel like i'm getting fat or things like that they would always always shut her down like what are you talking about you're small you're skinny you don't need to lose no weight oh, ain't nothing wrong yeah. with you I wish I was your size and things like that. And it just right. get her down. And she was like, just because I'm small, I'm not comfortable with my body. I'm not happy with my body. Right. And if you, she was like, she was scared to say something to certain people because like, she like, if she tells somebody that's, they say they overweight and that they say they need to lose weight, it's okay. It's okay for them to say that they need to lose weight or things like that. Right. But because she's on a smaller frame and she want to lose weight, it's a problem. Yeah. And so it's like two different standards. Yeah, that's totally a double standard. So, so she had to deal with a lot of that, a lot yeah. of that. Fat, yeah. Fat. Wow. So basically, so that's kind of how you got into the space that you're in currently with coaching and helping other women with this is you were watching your mom go through it. You watched your wife go through it. So helping women and I, women especially do take on these roles of the nurturer and the mother <laughs> figures because that's what women are. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's so, I, I love the fact that you are a man and you are so incredibly supportive and on women's sides to help them recoup themselves. Basically. I just, I, I think that's just incredible. Oh, most definitely. Um, one thing that's kind of like a, 
a pet peeve of mine is when like men are saying, just do this, it's so easy, just because you got kids, doesn't mean anything. Or even some of the moms that work and they hammer down on stay-at-home moms, like y'all don't know, that's like the worst job you can have. Like that shit is hard. Excuse my language. That is hard. <laughs> you're, you're fine. This is a this is a good space for swearing. <laughs> oh, that is hard. Like a lot of those moms wish they could go out and like yeah. take that time away to go and be somewhere else and work. Like staying at home, working day in and day out with the kids and taking care of the house and doing that. It's like a full time job. Like oh yeah, double, triple yeah. time job compared yeah. to whatever you're going to work you're sitting around you do some typing on your computer you chill you're talking mess to somebody mm-hmm. else that can actually hold the conversation with you right. and so on and so <laughs> forth like your day isn't that hard no honestly. yeah I mean honestly I can't identify with a lot of these women because I chose not to be a mother and specifically mm-hmm. because honestly these women in my eyes are the strongest people on this earth I don't identify with their strength. And that's not to say that I'm not a strong person or I couldn't handle it. But honestly, I just, I look at these women and I'm thinking, this isn't me. This isn't for me. And that just takes a special human to be able to do what they're doing. Most definitely. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with identifying like that. Like, Mm -hmm. because once again, if you're going into that space, you're bringing in, you're, you're responsible for other people's lives now. And like, yes. if that's not you, then why take that on? Don't, you're not forced to, you have to force yourself into it because, right. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I yeah. totally agree with you on that one. Yeah. So. Wow. Awesome. Well, I, you know, you started out with fitness. Am I correct? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, you are right. <laughs> yeah. So how how has fitness come into your coaching space? How have you how do you kind of correlate the two? How do you relate the two? How did you get from fitness to coaching and or kind of give us the roundabout way of how all of that works for you? Honestly, um when it came to fitness, I'm I'm a fit, fitness and what is the word? Enthusiast, enthusiast. Enthusiast. Yeah, that <laughs> Like I love fitness to the core. Um, I'm all yeah. about that life. Yeah. Um, and when it came to getting people in shape, I have fun with it. I've been in the military for ten years, so that's wow. one thing that I'm constantly doing anyway. Sure. However, when it came to working, well, I started working with men first. Um, right. I told you this story. I, like, yeah. I started working with men first, and like I'm thinking that we can bond and everything else, and we can rock on and. It was not the case. They're stubborn in the head. They always want to go back and forth. It was just hard to work with them. Yeah. Um, however, when I started to work with women, we meshed, we got along. They was like, okay, I'm ready for the next thing, so on mm-hmm. and so forth. But it wasn't until I started to, when I started talking about weight loss and working out and fitness, I didn't, my tank wasn't getting filled. Like I didn't feel that joy. Like right. it, it was, it was kind of hard for me to talk about weight loss a lot. Cause I'm like, I, I want you to lose weight. I care about losing weight, but it, it doesn't bring joy to me. It doesn't light me up when I talk right. about it. It's kind of hard for me to talk about, but when I'm talking about the new person that you're going to become, the new identity, the 
the way that you walk, the way that you see yourself, the mm-hmm. way you envision yourself, the way that your life is transforming, those things light me up. Yeah. Those things is what I want to talk about, changing the whole you and the weight loss being a byproduct of the person that you're becoming. Yeah. Right. I get people coming to me talking about weight loss, but once you start working with me, weight loss is like second nature. Like It's not even a thought anymore. It's like, holy shit, I feel amazing inside of my body, inside and outside. I'm able to do a lot of things I wasn't able to do before. My business is booming. My thoughts is like on another level. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing things the way I never seen them before. And I'm losing weight also. Yeah. Like, cool, we can still get you to lose that weight, but <laughs> that isn't really my my drive, my right. mission. That's not the your fitness focus. Sport. That's not, not my focus. And I'm not a, um, how can I say, like like a drill sergeant. I'm not a drill sergeant where it's like hammer, <laughs> hammer, hammer, hammer down, you know, like get this shit done. I'm right. more of a cool, calm, relaxed, and like just kind of like let it flow. Yeah. All right. This is your life. And this is something that we're going to create for a lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you honestly, I mean, just, I would think given your, your military background that I would think that you'd be more of the drill sergeant type, (laughs) (laughs) but I guess it makes sense, you know, that you have a little bit of an opposite uh, view on, on that end. So that's great. That's awesome. Um, I want to also mention that you just made this enormous move from Texas to Hawaii. Yes. And you made the amazingly difficult decision to leave your wife and your kids behind to to do this um, for work, of course, for the military. Um, Take me through the thought process in making that decision for anybody else out there that might be struggling with this or having to relocate or in the same type of position. I just, the thought process um, is really interesting to me. How do you well, do that? <laughs> this was not an easy one to begin with. Yeah. Um, to take it back from the beginning, I'm only even think I told you this part, but I was planning on getting out the military mm-hmm. and they was planning on sending me to Korea. And I was like, um, or somewhere else. And I was like, that wasn't happening. Um, I want to be by my family. I want to be with my family. Um, if I'm getting out, so on and so forth, I want to stay connected. Okay. So they was like, all right, where well, you can go to Hawaii. I'm like, okay, good. That's cool. Yeah. My whole family can come. And we was all for it. And then later, a little bit afterwards, we was talking, and my wife was still in school. And she was like, I want to finish school. And we was like, okay, well, let's try to get you in school in Hawaii. And the way that how competitive they are here, it was going to be very slim for her to get into it. Oh, wow. And so, like, we could take that chance, and they all could come. Mm-hmm. But then she can come out here, and then she wouldn't be in the school. And then now, yeah. yeah so, Too and risky. for the last, yeah. For the last 10 years that we've been together, she's been in and out of school. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we'll start school and then we'll leave. Like, we've been in Alaska, then we came to Hawaii, oh, wow. North Carolina, then Missouri. So, we're moving all over Ooh, the place. You've got some <laughs> states under your belt. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the crazy thing is, um, this was every two years we was moving. Wow. And also, the other thing that was hard on her 
is um we had a kid at every duty station we went to so every state I moved to after we got there two months later we had our kid okay. so that was a so that was another thing that was like <laughs> adding more stress. We were always with a newborn as soon as we get somewhere. Yeah. And so like this was the first time where we've been somewhere for three years. And like um, we started talking about like what we're going to do now. Yeah. And basically it was up in the air of her finally putting herself first. Oh, um, yeah. And her yeah. finishing out the school. Mm-hmm. Like you stay home, finish out the school, and like, then we can rejoin. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> we, came, <laughs> we came into some debates because I wanted to keep the kids, of course, mm-hmm. to like really give her that time. Like, right, okay. If, if you're going to be, if we're really giving you this time to focus on you, and I want you to focus in on you, like, mm-hmm. I'll take, we st- I started with, I'll take two kids. I'll take mm-hmm. two, you keep two. Yeah. Um, she didn't like that. She wanted to keep them together. <laughs> okay. So I was like, Understood. okay, I'll take <laughs> right. So I was like, okay, where it's all girls at the house, I'll take my son. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <And> <laughs> let me keep him and so on and so forth. She like, he's so young, he's gonna miss his sisters. Yeah. And we went back and forth with that one. I was like, I came to the um decision of like okay let me dive deep into this why do I want anybody with me why am I trying to fight tooth and nail Mm -hmm. and it really came down to like I haven't been alone in over 10 years and like that was one of my fears I guess because I don't know what to do um without y'all and I'm like (laughs) we've been together for 10 years like inseparable always living together Mm -hmm. and so I was scared honestly I was just scared and after I talked to her about it, I'm like, you know what? I think it's best if they all stay together. Mm-hmm. And we both came to the conclusion. All right, both of them stay together, or all of them stay together. And we end up deciding that she's going to stay yeah. and I'm going to go. Yeah. Um, so now she's finally able, she's happy about it. She's happy and sad. It's a happy okay. and sad moment for both of us. Cause like, sure. Yeah, but just knowing that she's able to put herself first and finish out the school, and then once she's done, she they're all going to come back out here within a year and a half to oh, two years. That's amazing. That year and a half can't come soon enough, right? It can't come soon enough. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, so that, yeah, it was, I mean, you've been out there for a week or so. <laughs> yeah. How are you, yeah, how are we- you feeling about that? How, how are they feeling about that? Your wife and kids? How's everybody? doing um my kids are falling in love with the place okay and so yeah the beaches and everything um my wife is addicted to the sugar cane juice right here <laughs> <laughs> um other than that everyone is loving it yeah and they will be going back soon and like yeah. less than in about three weeks three to four weeks they're all gonna okay. be going okay back um so so that'll be your real taste of what life. That'll be the like. real taste. Once we at the airport and yeah. they're leaving, that's when it's yeah, yeah. Oh, so. oh my goodness! I I just I find this so fascinating and how incredibly selfless 
you are to be able to make this decision for you and your family and your wife. And I, you know, I say this, I think I said this the last time, the world needs a lot more people like you. (laughs) (laughs) There, we can't have enough people like you in this world, (laughs) especially these days. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, how I want to know, so it takes a special person to want to truly help people. And I didn't honestly realize myself that I wanted to be in this space until I quit my job and started my other business. And I started posting motivational stuff on Facebook and getting into a space with other motivational people. And I really started to see this open up for me. And it, I, I, I just don't know that there are that many genuine people that actually want to help rather than saying they want to, but they need to get something out of it for themselves, whether it's, you know, some sort of, um, manipulation or getting something Mm -hmm. from someone that's not necessarily just fulfillment and accomplishment. But I think that people like us are very different (laughs) in this world full of competition. So how, how did you know the moment that you wanted to do this? For women, so I mean, we talked about the fitness and and how you got into the space and everything. But how? I mean, this is a dedication. This yeah, is truly a de- dedication. And you know, how did you know that moment that you wanted to go for it and do this? You know, um, I would say before that moment, I kind of had a feeling that this is something that I was going to be doing anyway. Mm-hmm. Just a feeling, because like. My wife, every time her friends would be in some type of um, bad headspace or mm-hmm. with the boyfriend or whatever the case may be, she'd be like, talk to my husband. Uh. Talk to my-. This is before <laughs> I did anything. I wasn't into coaching or nothing at that time. And she'd yeah. like, talk to my husband. He's great with uh, words and communicating or whatever, how you feel and so on and so forth. And she would like always put her friends on me and, and then they feel way better and so on and so forth and be thanking yeah. Um, so you were kind of however, doing it before you even knew you were doing it. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I was doing it before. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and awesome. then now it came to a point where, besides, besides me seeing my own daughters, because mm-hmm. I I have my own daughters now, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not wanting them to grow up living the way that my wife or my mom mm-hmm. kind of kind of was um mm-hmm. coming up basically yeah um yeah. so that's that's one strong reason of that's like i want to help more women um yeah. besides just my family i want to help yeah. all of the women that i can um as many as i can yeah um what really struck to me was one of my clients when they both basically just broke down on a um, coaching call with me and was telling me like this is more than just fitness. Right. Like this is more than fitness. You are truly changing my life. You're truly changing my life. And my husband said, "You're not just. He's not just your fitness trainer. He's your mentor. He's your coach. He's your best friend." Like he he gave me so many titles. <laughs> and so, That's amazing. Um, just hearing those things are kind of like holy shit. Yeah. 
I really am more than just a fitness trainer or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah. Like, and because a lot of people would tell me, just stick to the fitness side. Like, don't be going into their feelings and all of that type of stuff. Don't, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. Yeah. I'm like, well, I, I, that's coming natural. It's normal for me to just ask them more questions and want to know more about it and right. understand and help them out of it. Like, that just seemed natural. Me avoiding those because that's not what fitness trainers do. Right. Uh, it's kind of like bu- bullshit to me. And yeah, yeah. That's how you know it's authentic. That's how you know. Because you genuinely, you didn't even set out to do that exactly. You were you were right. coaching for fitness and it just was happening. Your wife was referring you to her friends and yep. your clients were telling you that you were more than that and you were changing their lives. I mean, how did that feel when you heard that? Um, after I heard that, uh, I basically cried to my wife telling her about it. Um, Cause like, it felt, I didn't know what to feel, but it yeah. felt the most. Um, yeah. I really didn't know that that was about to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, another time I had a client write some, write a, write a long page on my page, mm-hmm. on my Facebook and I didn't ask for it. And so when things like that happen, I didn't, don't ask for anything. And I just see this testimony on there and it's like, wow. Yeah. Like, and just reading it, I was crying out. I'm like, I couldn't even finish reading. I asked my wife, can she finish reading it? Cause it was <laughs> like, it just made me tear up and I'm like, yeah. I couldn't finish it, but those are the things that drive me knowing that I'm changing one life at a time, just one person at a time. That's why I'm always like, if I can make one person smile a day, I know I done impacted millions. Um, because I feel truly that if I impact one person, that person is going to impact somebody else. And the course is going to keep multiplying and then it's going to come right back to me. Yeah. And that's what I feel. So, and when I do those things to that one person, it just lights me up. It just oh. melts inside. So I love hearing that. It gives me chills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Well, I wanna um I wanna have people find you. How can people get in touch with you? Where are you? I know you're on Facebook. Do you have a website? I'm making a website. Okay, so I don't have it published yet. Making... <laughs> that's okay. That is uh, so quite right, all right. Um they can still find me on Fred Austin um, on Facebook. Okay. Austin with a O-N. A-U-S-T-O-N. That is correct. But um, I also have maybe like a resource um, that I can also share with whoever's listening. Um, it's basically a annual planner that it goes in deep about um, more than just like your goals mm-hmm. for finance or your body. But it goes into your relationships. It goes into your spirit. It goes, Ooh. it goes into everything. When I say it's deep, it's yeah. pretty deep. Yeah, right. love that. Love it. So it's awesome. something that they can use now. Okay. They don't have to wait till the end of the year and start for the beginning of the year. They can use it now and look at the questions and like really deep dive. There's gonna be some, oh shit. You're gonna have some <laughs> oh shit moments in there if you're reading it. Like, I love seriously. a good oh shit moment. <laughs> We need more of those too. <laughs> Let me see. Um, should I ship? Well, I can 
trying to see how can I share this link. I could just say it. Well, I can. So what I'm going to do is because this isn't we're not recording for video podcast. This is audio only. So I link everything in the description of the episode so that everybody can kind of follow those links. Um, Yeah. Is that something that people can get by email or is there another place that they can get it? Nope, they could just um I was gonna upload the link and oh, they yeah. could just go to this link and then Perfect. That'll be it. It'll Perfect. pop up as soon as they do it. Awesome. Thank you. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So guys, I'm gonna have a link to this planner in the description for the episode below. Make sure you follow that link and get this planner because it sounds like, you know, if if you're doing some self-work, you need to really take a deep dive into that self-work. And this is the way to do it. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate it. And before we go, now I typically ask all of my guests, give us a story, like a what the no kind of moment, you know, just something crazy. But I think this time we're going to play a, a tiny little game. We're going to get to know you a little bit better. Oh, <laughs> we have some choices to make here. And, you know, I'm going to ask the question really quickly, and then you just have to give me the answer that's right off the top of your head. Okay? All right, here we go. Um, Number one, dog or cat? Dog. (laughs) Number two, (laughs) chicken or beef? Beef. Number three, pool or ocean? Pool. Okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) See, that's fine. We can throw in suggestions there that weren't given. (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I'm more of an ocean person, but it depends on the ocean. I feel you. I feel you. See, <laughs> it took me and my wife 20 minutes at the beach to actually get our whole body in the water. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. If it's in, uh, if it's in like Ocean City, Maryland, or like one of the East Coast beaches, it's going to take more than 20 minutes. <laughs> Not, mainly because it's cold AF and... Also because it's just not, it's kind of dirty, you know? <laughs> uh, it was it was cold. That was our reason. It was it was cold. We went on the wrong day. The sun was not beaming on us. Yeah. And, yeah. And was, the, there's like literally a four week period um, on the East Coast beaches where you can get in the water and be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> four After weeks. that, yeah, that's, that's about it. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, yeah, chicken or beef, I... I Gosh, I love beef, but I'd have to say chicken on that one. I think we're the opposite sides there. Uh, uh, we just had some beef the other day from a food truck. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. The food trucks in Hawaii are next level. Yes. Next level. Amazing. Have you had plate lunch yet? Plate lunch? No. Oh, you got to get plate lunch. And you have to get the, I think they call it, oh, it's some kind of pork. Kalua, I think it's Kalua pig, Kalua pork. Yeah, yeah, I had, I had that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. Plate lunches are so good, and I think that they even have vegan ones now that I've heard of. We was at some place where they was having some vegan. Uh, it was just a vegan stand. We didn't go to yeah. it, but I yeah. think I. So <laughs> the food is amazing, and the restaurants not so great. Um, not even gonna yeah. lie, the restaurants are not so great, and they charge you out the oh my gosh it's... we have not spent the minimum of $90 or $90 at one restaurant that's just like going for lunch like yesterday I think we spent like 
two hundred some dollars just on going to lunch and dinner, and then the day before that, we did the same thing. For the last few days, we've been spending like two hundred dollars or more on food. I'm like, we we're done. Like oh, yesterday, no. we had sandwiches. <laughs> yesterday we had sandwiches. I'm like, for the last seven days, we probably spent over. I know we spent over a thousand dollars. Oh on my food. gosh! Nothing else, just food. We done spent over a thousand dollars. That is just horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. So, I can't. Oh my gosh! All right, last question. What are the gas prices <laughs> like there right now? <laughs> uh, the gas prices are five dollars and around five fifty. Yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 We came from. I was complaining when we was there, and it was like uh, three twenty, three forty. I was oh, complaining. Wow. Now we have five dollars and fifty cents. I'm like, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my gosh! Well, this has I been so much fun talking to you, and I'm so glad that we connected. You guys, we have never met in person. We literally connected on Facebook. You, I think yep. you requested me as a friend, and yep. we just messaged back and forth, hit it off, and here we are, guys. And here you know, this is. This is the power of connection, collaboration, social media, you know, use, we hear it all the time. Oh, social media is, uh, social media can really work for you if you make it work. Yes, indeed. Am I right? Yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree. A lot of people think everybody wants something from them when they add them or message them or something. Yeah. But I'd be like, I'm just trying to connect. I mean, yeah. we're on social media. Exactly. 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 I love it. Oh gosh. This has been so much fun. And I just thank you again for being on. I'm just so happy that you were able to do this. And, um, I thank you to all of our listeners. And, uh, so I hope you enjoyed this one and, uh, I'll see you next time. 